viewed. You know, saints of God, there is a vision and there is hope from the Lord. The vision is birthed out of a deep concern about poor academic achievements, financial disenfranchisement, health, I'm sorry, high unemployment, soaring crime levels, and the desperate state of man and the breakdown of the family that plagues our cities. Small, large, urban, rural, it makes no difference what your address is, what your zip code is, praise God. <clears throat> there are things that we must address. And God is looking for us to address these things. And when we begin to look at the overall picture, I want to read something to you. It's from the report of the National Advisory Commission on Civil Disorders. It's the summary report and introduction. The summer of 1967. The summer of 1967 again brought racial disorders to American cities. And with them, shock, fear, and bewilderment to the nation. The worst came during two-week period in July, first in Newark, New Jersey, and then in Detroit. Each set off a chain reaction in neighboring communities. On July 28, 1967, the President of the United States established this commission and directed us to answer three basic questions. What happened? Why did it happen? What can we do? What can be done to prevent it from happening again? To respond to these questions, we have undertaken a broad range of studies and investigations. We visited the riot cities. We have heard many witnesses. We have sought the counsel of experts across the country. This is our basic conclusion. Our nation is moving towards two societies, one black, one white, separate and unequal. This was done in 1967. And today, there's still that society, a black and a white, separate and unequal. Reaction to, this is 1967, last summer's disorders has quickened the movement and deepened the division. And I would say today, Moving forward from 1967 to now, uh, Brianna, Floyd, Ahmad, these recent actions amend the COVID-19, uh, this present season which we're in, has caused some reaction. Caused some reaction. This is our basic conclusion. Our nation is moving toward two societies. From 1967 until this day, it has continued to move in that direction. This is the Kramer Report. The report of the Kramer Kerner Advisory Commission. Um, 
when we look at the disorders as quicken the movement and deepen the division, discrimination and segregation have long permeated much of American life, they now threaten the future of America. The future of America is still be threatened. This deepening racial division is not inevitable. The movement apart can be reversed. Choice is still possible. Our principal task is to define that choice and to press for a national solution. We're still looking for that solution. I believe that the solution is centered in the Word of God. To pursue our present course will involve the continuing polarization of America community and ultimately the destruction of basic democratic values. The alternative is not blind resuppression or capitalization of lawlessness. It is the realization of common opportunities for all within a single society. Men and women of God, we set in a portion today. We set in a portion of history in our nation. You see, black and brown people across the nation, what we have been trying to do is to move into a system, a system of these United States of America, a system that's embedded in systematic alienation. It, 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 it pulls us away, pushes us away, and yet we're trying to come in. Our frustration comes in when we see this system and we try to uh, involve ourselves in this system. We try to get in this system, but this systemic system, racism, the black slave patrol, uh, plantations, uh, uh, the slave ships, uh, our women being disrespected, uh, family, family values being eroded away. There's got to be something done and there's got to be a voice and the church is that voice. When we look back over the years, God has taken all different types of our situations, our, our presentation to him. Where mankind has drifted away from the mark of what God designed us to be. Uh, our actions that came forth, God still used those things to bring us back to where he designed. Uh, we must remember that the scripture says that those whom God has called, he predestined them, us, you, and me to become. God spoke everything into existence, and then it, it reverberates through time. You see, God is not bound by time. God spoke into time, and then stepped back out of time, and things begin to move. So God, God is now using, in all of his sovereignty, everything that has been put forth, God is going to use it for his glory.
black, white, brown, doesn't matter the color because God created human beings. He's not caught up in the color. Mm. There is a deeper racial divide that's taking place in our nation. Uh, I'm going to pick another snippet out of this. Violence cannot build a better society. Disruption and disorder nourish repression, not justice. They strike at freedom of every citizen. The community cannot, it will not, tolerate coercion and mob rule. Violence cannot build a better society. Violence and destruction must end. In the streets of our cities across this nation, we are thankful and grateful for men and women of God who are peacefully walking and expressing their dissatisfaction with what is going on now. You see, in 1967, it was stated what white Americans have never fully understood, but what the Negro can never forget is that the white society is deeply implicated in the ghetto. White institutions created it, white institutions maintained it, and white society condones it. Now, this is in 1967. And I'm going to read this and I'm going to put this aside. It is time now to turn with all purpose at our command to the major unfinished business of this nation. America, the two Americas that Dr. King spoke about, we've got some unfinished business. There are some things that we need to talk about. We have to have a real conversation with real people in the room and discussing the real issues of how black and brown people have been disenfranchised. The, the legislature that's been written, the laws that are written specifically for us, the prison industrial complex, the, the way that the financial divide is established. Ah, it's an epidemic. There's an epidemic. Racism the systemic racism that has been plaguing our nation provides a way and means to break down the health of those who are stuck in it. It is a system. It's time to make, huh, not promises. It's time to adapt strategies for action that will produce quick, quick and visible progress. It is time to make good promises to the American who lives here in this nation. To all citizens, rural, urban, black, brown, Spanish, surname, American Indian, every group, every person. And I'm going to stop with these three recommendations. And I'm going to move away from the Kramer Report. To mount programs on a scale equal to 
the dimension of the problems. Our problems is not a one-level problem. It's a multi-dimensional problem, and it must be attacked from multi-dimensional platforms. To aim these programs for high impact in the immediate future in order to close the gap between promises and performance. We've been promised things down through the years and things have not changed. Oh. To undertake new initiatives and experiments that can change the system of failure and frustration that now dominates the ghetto and weakens our societies. These programs will require unprecedented levels of funding and performance, but they neither probe deep, deeper, nor demand more than the problem which called them. There can be no higher priority for national action and no higher claim on the nation's conscience. This report was issued to President Johnson. Saints of the Most High God, when we talk about programs, when we talk about things that are needed, uh, we can talk about them. But the, but the great and deep concern the great and deep concern, saints of the Most High God. Vision is birthed out of deep concern about poor, poor academic achievement, financial disenfranchisement, high unemployment, soaring crime levels, the desperate state of man, and the breakdown of the family that plagues our cities, small and large. How do we do this? Major strategies that address crime prevention, which surrounds reduction, prevention, and rehabilitation. Family life, developing healthy men, women, and children from every part of this nation. Financial literacy. Earning, saving, investing, and spending wisely. And attack the problem from these interrelated perspectives systemically, systematically. This will maximize the likelihood of success. Ah, in every city, in every place. It is the letter of the law that kills. The spirit of the law gives life. It starts there. Laws are written specifically, specifically. An industrial prison complex, Wackenhut is a name. Under Mr. Nixon, Wackenhut came and begin to build. And now the privatized prison system is thriving. 
We have more people locked up in the United States of America than people are locked up in prisons in the world. Our endeavor is to provide, provide encouragement, inspiration, information, constellation, and programs to achieve real and manageable change. There's a change that needs to take place. There's a change that needs to take place. The mission of an education initiative, the mission of an economic development initiative, the mission crime prevention, the mission of the Family Life Initiative. These are things that we need to do. And church, it starts with us. It starts with me. It starts with you. Each and every one of us taking an active role, an active role, an active role, doing what I can do with what I know that God has blessed me with. Whoa. Whoa. It must be in the church. Saints of God, we must realize that the buildings in which we go to worship as not the church, but this body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. God lives with me. God lives in here. God lives. Our bodies is a temple of the Holy Ghost. If we yield ourselves to be used by him, if we yield our members and surrender our will, God will use each and every one of us. He said we're two or three together or gathered. There I am in the midst. And so today, uh, this Tuesday, we're thankful and grateful to be here. Thankful and grateful that this is a mark in time. Thankful and grateful that every morning at 6 a.m., the Greater Harvest Church family is gathered on the prayer line. And we're praying for this nation. We're praying for the President of the United States. We're, we're praying for the Senate. We're praying for Congress. We're, we're praying for the Pentagon. We're praying that God's will will be done. We're praying for every mayor. We're praying, praying, praying for every district attorney. Praying, praying, praying for every council person. Praying, praying, praying for every woman, boy, and girl, every child. We're praying for this nation. This nation is said one nation under God with liberty and justice for all. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. God is in the midst. And we're thankful. And we're grateful. God is able. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think. And he's going to do it based on the power of God that's working in us. And I'm thankful and grateful. Acts chapter 37. 
I'm sorry, Acts chapter 2 and verse 37. It says, now when we have, now when they heard this, excuse me, now when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the disciples, to the rest of the apostles, excuse me, men and brethren, what shall we do? Men, brethren, what shall we do? What shall we do? In the midst of this pandemic, what shall we do? What shall, what shall, what shall we do? I hear, I hear from the old church that said, if the Lord needs somebody, song that was saying, if the Lord needs somebody, hear my Lord, send me. Well, saints of the most high God, there's a lot of us around and across this nation that should be crying out, Lord, if you need somebody, hear my Lord, send me. Hear my Lord, send me. Everybody has a place. When we look at, hear my Lord, send me. Ah, I quickly see what was written in the book that God gave Moses all the instructions to lead the people out of Israel. And in leading the people out of Israel, God gave Moses an order in which the tribes shall align themselves. And all I'm getting to, sing to the most high God, he said, send Judah first. We give you the praise. Lord, we give you the praise. As we send Judah first, we send our praise. We send our praise, God. Send Judah first. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Send Judah first. Bless the name of the Lord. Send, send, send. Send Judah first. Father, we praise your name. Oh, God, we bless your name. We sing praises to your name. In the name of Jesus. And God, you're great and greatly to be praised. Thank you once again for being in the land of the living. Thank you this day. This day. In the name of Jesus. July 14th in the year of our Lord, 2020. Oh God, we thank you for where we are this day. Because no matter where we are, God, it's in you that we move and have our being, and we're excited about it. God, hold us in the hollow of your hand. President of the United States, hold them in the hollow of your hand. Oh, oh, God, you got the whole universe, the one universe. Hallelujah. It's in the hollow of your hand. And so, God, we're asking you to move. Move for us. Inspire us. Uh, deliver us. We've been, been inspired by your word. Delivered by the blood of Jesus Christ. And standing on in your promises. Oh, oh, oh. Great is the Lord. And greatly to be praised. We magnify your name. And we say hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For the Lord is good. For the Lord is good, and he's worthy.
to be praised. There's healing on the line. There's deliverance on the line. If you need a breakthrough, come on and break out of where you are. If you need joy, not happiness, come on in where the table is spread and the feast of the Lord is going on. He will quench your thirst. He will fill us if we're hungry. God will look out after me. God will look out after you. God will bless our children. God will bless our children's children. God has looked beyond our fault and seen our need. God, we call on you now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. Thank you, Jesus. Hear our cry, God. Hear our cry, God. Hear our cry, God. Hear our cry. We look at what is happening. The best of times and the, re and the worst of times. Uh, the best of times and the worst of times. Being in the land of the living. Being able to see things that are taking place, but yet feeling, feeling inadequate and feeling that nothing can be done. But I just want to remind you that there's no inadequacy when you're going down on bended knees. It doesn't matter where you are. If even you can't go down on the bending of your physical knees. You can go down and meet God at the altar of your heart. The Holy Ghost is always here at the altar of our hearts. We can express what we think we might need and we can express what we think you meet, don't need, but God knows exactly what we need. And that's why it is important that we pray to the Lord of the harvest, that we pray to Ab that we pray to the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Oh, help me, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Begin to pray, pray, pray. Charging the atmosphere with all manner of things on the day. Just putting it in the atmosphere, saying, God, you're, you're able to do it. God, you're able to carry it. Ah, God is able to capture our voice in prayer and as an echo system where the prayers continue to echo, to echo, to echo. But even more so, God, hallelujah, every prayer that God put together, everything that God did, it came as God spoke one time in the uni, one verse, the universe, and things were set in motion. And because that motion is set, God says, I'll deliver you from all evil in the name of Jesus. So we're thankful for that. And we are grateful. And we bless your name. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray this prayer this morning. Thank God, thank God, thank God. This afternoon, Amen. So we're thankful and grateful for being here.
thankfully grateful for being here. Thankful for kissing me. K-I-S-I-M-E dot com. Thanking Mr. Cantane for allowing us to be in this wonderful studio where it is clean, <clears throat> it is cool. Amen. Because in these days, you want to be in a cool place. Amen. If you can make it, get to a cool place. They even have places now that are selling time. Amen. For people to come in out of the heat and spend a certain amount of time in these places where it's air-conditioned. But I thank God uh, for Mr. Tang and all that he does. Amen. Behind the scenes. I thank, I thank and I praise God for everyone being here and everyone being in their respective places on this day. My soul do magnify you and lift you up on this day because this day would not have been the same without you. So Holy Ghost, have your way. In the name of Jesus, have your way. There is none like you. Oh, help Jesus. Oh, help God. If we can search from now till the whole time through, we'll find, God, there's none like you. You look beyond our fault and you see our need. Oh, God, you called us, hallelujah, to life. You called us to life, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to you. We're going to switch gears. I got sick in the video show. We're going to speak this. So if there's anybody else that needs to, to cry out to the Lord, come on, let's cry loud, loud, loud. Let's cry loud. Throw back those hands. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless us this day. Keep us this day in the midst of the report saying we're spiking back. The numbers of COVID-19 are sparking up, Father. So we thank you for that. Because even in that, you're still in the midst. So we can trust you, God, from this place of obedience. We can trust you, God, because I've known thee down through the years. I've, I've lifted up my hands to bless the name of the Lord. And greatly is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. So we, we, we love you, Lord. We love you. In Jesus' name, thank God and amen. So let me continue this kiss of me, K-I-S-I-M-E.com, praise God, K-S-I, thank you, K-S-I, amen, K-S-I-M-E.com, C-O-M-M. Father, we thank you for Mr. Cantane and bless him wherever he may be. His endeavors, God, take him here to there, but he tirelessly travels, amen, to meet those needs. Father, we thank you for breakfast on this morning. Father, we thank you for our laying down. We thank you for our getting up. Father, we thank you for it's in you to remove that our being. Father, we thank you across the board as we lift our hands and say, oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is worthy to be praised. <clears throat> Praise. Well, saints, we're here again. We're here looking at Acts, praise God, chapter 2. I also want to admit we uh, let you know, praise God, we have the double espresso and the cappuccino coffee here. The double espresso, praise God, has 
codettes, and also um, two other ingredients, amen. L I, hallelujah, is in uh, the Kennedy coffee, praise God. And then we have, and we are blessed um, to have our capsules, praise God, to have our Cordy X, and Cordy X has all the three of these ingredients, so you can get up and take your vitamins and, and go down and take your coffee and then include uh, one tablet a day or two tablets a day, and God will bless you because we're still in the midst of quality health. Amen. Healthy qualities, healthy responsibilities. So God, it is able, I mean, God, you are able to bless us and keep us right now as only you can in the name of Jesus. So we thank you for our CEO of Kissimmee. That is none other than Mr. Cantang, amen. And he's here uh, somewhere around. Uh, phone number for a person will be giving that, giving them the phone number today. Praise God. Why I'm giving out phone numbers? Well, well, well. Kissimmee, amen. The partnership, Great Harvest Church, we're always doing things together. And so we have these shirts, amen. And they can be used, praise God, together. And so that's why we have those things there. But 714-487-4241. Again, 714. Hiya, 714. Lost my number, 487 4241 4241 how large they are. A hand that grabbed down in some sand and threw the stars in the sky, that's our God. How great is our God. How great, how great, how great is our God. And we bless your name today, God. We bless your name on today. When we began to look and dive, amen, scratch the surface on Acts chapter 2, we see that it provides us a wonderful narrative, praise God. A wonderful narrative, hallelujah. And we thank and praise God that miracle signs and wonders will follow after them. Amen. Uh, yes, who keep commandments, who keep things the way they should be. We thank and praise God every, 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 every step of the way. Because Judah must go first. Judah must go first. If Judah doesn't go first, there are consequences. When we disobey God, there's consequences. So I thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for all these things, the great things that you blessed us with. You've given us to go in and out amongst great men. And so, Father, we thank you for trusting me to be allowed to do these things in accordance to your will according to your way. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. In Jesus' name, thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we're thankful and grateful. Being right here, 
being right here. In Acts chapter 2, we find Pentecost, and Pentecost is 50 days after, after Passover. Pentecost is also called the Feast of Weeks and the Feast of Harvest. Feast of Weeks and the Feast of Harvest. Right here, it's harvest time in the name of Jesus. Put a little pause there, Greater Harvest, to let you know that there is a harvest. And we will experience the heart, the harm. We will experience it in the name of Jesus. So God, once again, here we go, believing in you. And you alone are thy source. Hallelujah. You alone are north uh, as our everything, our guide in the name of Jesus. I seem a little bit distracted when I was looking for a certain uh, word from the Lord that was given to us via our prayer line. Amen. There is, there is a lot of things that God has blessed us. A lot of things that God has done. God has blessed us abundantly above all that we could ask or even think. And it's the power of God that's working in us both to do and will, will, and to do of his good pleasure. God wants to use us, saints of God, black, brown, white. He wants to use us. And we can look at this time of pandemic, this time of being uh, separated, this time of, of being requested not to congregate in our churches. We can use this time, Father, to get closer to the Lord. Hallelujah. What are you doing? There is times, praise God. There's times, amen. We're redigging these wells. There's some time that we can redig the wells of revival. What can we do? Hallelujah. What can we do? What can we do? We can praise the Lord. God gave Moses to send Judah first, and then all the other tribes were lined up in specific places for us. And I believe that was for specific purposes. And God had a purpose and an order in what he wanted. And he wants us to do things decent and in order. We serve that kind of a God. Amen. I will bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. That's what I was looking for. Ah, and bless his holy. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord. It is at Pentecost where the word of God was heard. It was at Pentecost where the wind was mighty and rushing. It was at Pentecost when fire, hallelujah, cloven fire, fire, fire from heaven, hallelujah. Yeah. And when we begin to look at this, the significance of Pentecost, the, the three feasts, amen, that God had set up, the feast of, 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 of Passover, Pentecost, tabernacles, hallelujah, the feast of weeks, amen, things were supposed to happen and things did happen, hallelujah, and even in our lives today, there are things that will happen, things that must happen, oh glory to God, we're experienced Passover, 
Hallelujah. The death angel is even still passing over us. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, we're experienced Pentecost and Pentecost uh, in the group, but Pentecost in a relationship with God where you and I have had that special encounter with God in such a way that we know that it is, hallelujah, God in the presence of his Holy Ghost. Um, when we talk about tabernacles and they shall not, they shall not appear before empty-handed. The men and women of God did not come before God empty-handed. There was something, amen, that we had to do. It was feasible, amen, the festival, praise God, of thanksgiving for the harvest of crops. So crops were harvested back in that day. Jesus was crucified at Passover, and he ascended 40 days later. The Holy Ghost came 50 days after the crucifixion and 10 days after ascension. So Jews of many nations gathered in Jerusalem for the feast. Thus Peter's message, amen, was, at, was heard. Peter's message, hallelujah, in Acts 2.14. Ha. Huh. There is an audience. There is a gathering. Saints of the Most High God, we must gather in the way that God has blessed us to gather, and we should move in accordance to his will, in accordance to his way. We've read uh, different solutions, and we have solutions. Hallelujah, that the church must get back in its rightful position, amen, and begin to bless and please God with all of our actions. Hallelujah. Acts 2, 3 through 4. This was a fulfillment of John the Baptist, his words about the Holy Ghost baptizing the fire in Luke 3 and 16, and of the prophet Joel in Joel 2, 28 and 29. Words about pouring out of the Holy Ghost. Why, why tongues of fire came down? The tongue symbolized speech and communication of the gospel. Hallelujah. Cloven tongue means the fire set, hallelujah, saturated and restored, hallelujah, each and every one, hallelujah, that was here. So the Bible is right. He said, where two or three are gathered together, I'm in the midst. Thank you, Jesus. Each one of them, each one of them, cloven tongues, fire separated and rested. Fire symbolizes God purifying presence, burning away the undesirable elements of our lives and setting our hearts on flame. Our hearts must be on fire. Fire desire is in our heart. It must be the desire, hallelujah, the fire to, the, to encourage us to reach out to God and lift our eyes to the hills which cometh our help, knowing that God is truly able. Hallelujah. To ignite, to ignite the lives of others. Not Mount Sinai. You know, I love Mount Sinai. Hallelujah. God confirmed the validity of the Old Testament to give and ignite the lives of others, setting our hearts on flame. In Exodus, the fire came. 
In Exodus, Moses took the people to a sick place. Hallelujah. So it happened on the third day when it was morning that there were thundering flashes of lightning and thick cloud that was on the mountain and a very loud blast was sound on the ram's horn so that all the people who were in camp trembled. We need to tremble. We need to tremble. We need to tremble. Hallelujah. On Wednesday, we praise and we thank God. We praise and we thank God. On this Wednesday, we're having another session of health. On this Wednesday, we're having another session on health with our very own guests being here. And our guests will be here to help us, to motivate us to make healthy choices, to be able to move in accordance with God's will and accordance with God's way. And as we go back, God made his presence known. God made his presence known. Just like God is making his presence known on today. God is making his presence known on today in this land. Hallelujah. COVID-19, God knows about it. Coronavirus, God knows about it. Every other virus that may be coming, God knows about it. Nothing happens without God's knowledge. A blade of grass dying, a lock of hair falling out from the root, God knows. Hallelujah. He's numbered every hair in our head. And yes, he does. He knows. He knows. Such a recognizable such recognizable ways, such recognizable ways, God has done a lot. But let's not be weary in our focus. Let's keep our expectations high. Let's trust and know that God is able. Let's trust and know that God will do that which he said he would do. God is great, God is wonderful, God is good, and he's worthy, so worthy to be praised. And we need you, God. We need you, God. We need you, God, in a special way. Women, men, girls, boys. We need you. God needs you. God wants us to take our rightful stand, our rightful place. God has so much for us. Hallelujah. God got a blessing for you. You can have it. Just reach up and grab it. God's got a blessing for you. We have to reach from our hearts to the heart of God. Hallelujah. Looking to the hills, hey, pulling out strongholds. Thank you, Jesus. What a mighty God we serve. Hallelujah. Expectations. I expect God to move. Do you expect God to move? God does not always move in the thunderous voice, but God moves sometimes in the still, small voice. 
So in the quietness of time, amen, meditating on God and, and believing God that he will do that, what he said he will do. In Acts 24, we find these people literally spoke in other tongues. A miraculous attention getter for the international crowd gathered in the town for the feast. There's something that has to happen. There's something that has to happen. Something that has to happen. Something is happening now. Even though we think nothing has happened, and we may have some reservations about a lot of things, but it does not change, does not change who God is, what he will do, what he can do. Languages and miracles, attention getters for the international crowd gathered in town for the feast. All nations recognize their own tongue being spoken but more than miraculous outspeaking grew people's attention, they saw the president and the president of the United States. The discipline, the outpouring, the outpouring, the outpouring, the outpouring, and it's still outpouring. God's still pouring out. They saw the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. The presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. The disciples continued to minister and the power of the Holy Ghost. In the power of the Holy Ghost. Wherever they went. Wherever they went, they were able to walk and minister in the power of the Holy Ghost. I'm going to drop down here. And when they responded, something happened. In Acts 2.15, Peter answers accusations about the men being drunk with wine. But it was only the third hour of the day, about 9 a.m. Not everything, not everything mentioned in Job 2.28 was happening. Nope, it was not happening. Everything. But on that particular morning, the last days included all the days between Christ's first coming and the second. Another way of saying from now on, the day of the Lord. 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 The day of the Lord, as we proclaim the day of the Lord, day of the Lord, with peace, as we honor Him with all of our substance, praise the Lord and bless Him, bless Him, O oh my soul. O oh my soul, the Lord is great. The Lord is great and greatly to be praised all the days between Christ's first and second coming. Another way of saying, from now on, Acts 2.20 denotes the fact that the whole creation, the age, the Christian age, even Moses, Moses was even looking for the Lord. Moses was looking for the Spirit of the Lord to be poured out on him 
and on everyone. And we look at Numbers 11, at Pentecost, the Holy Spirit was released throughout the entire world to men, women, girls, and boys, Gentiles, Jews, everyone. We had an opportunity. Everyone can receive the Holy Spirit. This was revolutionary. Amen. Because the Jews received the Holy Ghost. This spirit was a revolutionary. It was revolutionary. Revolutionary for the first century Jews. And that gave Peter the public opportunity to start proclaiming the gospel and witnessing. And this was a powerful statement because many of the people listening to Peter's words were in Jerusalem 50 days later for the crucifixion. And because they were there 50 days later, I mean 50 days earlier, amen, for the crucifixion. And that earlier time was at Passover. And they may have seen the Lord or heard Jesus teaching. That's what has to happen again today. Jesus must be seen. Jesus must be heard. The Holy Ghost in us, blessing us and keeping us unto the day of the Lord. Saints of the Most High God, it is now, it is now that we must bless the Lord. The Holy Ghost came in the house. We're in our homes right now. We must praise and magnify the Lord. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Understanding that God is looking for us. The Holy Ghost. God wants to use me. God wants to use. All lives matter. And we're, we're holding on and clinging to God's unchanging hand. Father, bless us. Hold us. Keep us in the hollow of your hand. Nothing happens without you knowing it. And Father, we thank you that we present ourselves to you as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto you, which is our reasonable service. And we thank you, God, in Jesus' name. Amen.